0: Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem.
1: And this is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And
0: this is The God Show. And we have, oh, wait, we have our
1: partner, Shayna, here. No, but she's, a, she's like a regular occurring guest, so get used to seeing Shayna. We call her double S around here because her last name is Saunders, So, but, you know, let's get it. Have a good show. Big Shayna, I like that. Brooklyn office Big Shayna Ooh, energy.
0: Oh, let her know. <laughs> Let's yeah, get so to it. I got a New Yorker here with me, so I got some backup this time. Let's go. Oh, need that. So one of the things I want to talk about today is like going crazy on the internet right now is the whole Glow Ritter versus Hit Kid thing. Um, so I want us to try to figure out where this went wrong. So we're going to do something called Flag on a Play, and I want you to kind of <laughs> figure out <laughs> We're in this mess of what's going on right now. We kind of went it. So it started at a showcase. So where do you usually find talent? At
1: I don't find talent. Talent finds me.
0: Oh, excuse me. What about oh, you? Somebody. Shana? I'm just saying.
1: Somebody sends me talent. I don't. Oh, so the I don't go looking, looking for talent. Much. See, this is this this approach is how the game is kind of like fucked up. Cause we be so worried about the pieces of how they came together. So so like he came met me at a talent show. Uh, uh, you ain't gonna say that about me. You found me. You hit me on the DM and told me you want to work with me. You ain't gonna be on the internet talking about I hit you. You know people like to play the victim real quick. These artists out here do so. I don't find talent. Talent finds me.
0: What about you, Shana? You manage a couple artists. Um, every artist that I've worked with, actually,
2: I've been found by their like managers and or um, their label
0: directly. So what would you do for artists if you're working with them?
2: So in working with an artist, I do what's called like a brand identity audit, right? So it's where can I see you um, in the next 10 years? So if I don't see a 10-year, like a minimum 10-year span, we can't work together. Because if that's the case, we're just trying to make some quick money. And I'm not into that. I really want to build your brand and like have longevity for you, for myself. Um, So I've never taken on an artist that... I've like found in a store and I saying that you can't find them there, but like I need to know backstory and history so we could like get to work. OK, that,
1: that. she said brand identity. Right. audit. I mean, you know, that's a see, guys, you can tell when someone went to college
0: huh?
1: <laughs> and you can tell when someone barely graduated high school. Because I would just said I just figured this shit out, you know, but let's keep it going.
0: OK, so he found out at a talent show. He asked her to come to the studio. So when somebody invites you to the studio, what does that process look like? who should be paying for the record Listen, time.
1: whoever pays for the studio time owns the master.
0: Absolutely. That that, is is that, that like a rule? That is, that
1: is a fact. Whoever pays for the studio time owns, owns the, master. the master. So if, if you're an artist and someone invites you to the studio and they're paying for everything and you jump on a the record, they own the master. That is why when an artist buys a song, they have to submit paperwork, paying a producer, whoever, points and publishing, because now they're taking ownership of the master.
0: Oh, wait, you got to bring this back because, like, so how would I go about buying a
1: song? You can just go about buying a song, working out a fee. I mean, or it could be a relationship. Somebody might give you the song. But whoever paid for the studio time, paid for the execution of it, that's who owns the master. Artists be so lost out here with how they get paid and everything else. I keep saying, I, I really believe this. I say... 5% Five percent of artists that are signed making money, honestly, God, true. Five percent of artists that are signed to making money, only five percent of them know what the real music business is—the music business, not how, not their ecosystem. Because if you're an artist, you know you're making shows, so that's mm-hmm. how you make money. But they don't know how their money comes. They don't.
0: Shane and they just know they have a hot that? song. Yeah, yeah.
2: They, they don't. Yeah, artists, they just have a hot song. So I've I've managed artists that have gotten that. Yo, so and so wants me to come to the studio. That's amazing. They've left they played the song so how we put it out we don't put it out whoever you recorded that song with they're the they take the lead on how the song goes
1: out yeah. oh sugar so yeah that? so when artists be out here saying you don't own the master because it's your voice you own the master because you paid for everything yeah. The engineer, the mix, the the beat, everything. That's who owns the master. So if Hit Kid produced the song, paid for the studio time, then technically Glorilla was a feature artist. If I'm being honest with you, she should be praising God for him because he really put her in a position. Because let's how I look how it's going. Look how this is going to go. He put her in position to win. Now, now she gets to go off, sign a new record deal, make money, put out records with Cardi B and everybody else, and all he eats off of is. FNF, because yeah. he owns the master, and she. I think it, the way he said it, she owns fifty percent of it. Yes.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna get into that, but that. So okay, because you just blew my brain. I didn't even know that 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 was the thing. Like so, art. So how do artists get paid off their songs if the producer can own the masters? And no, stuff
1: like that? I did not say the producer can own the master. Well, he's, whoever pays well, for the studio, the studio owns the master. But if I own the master and I exploit it. It's my job to pay everybody their royalties that they're due from that master. Whether it's publishing mechanicals or it's sync money or whatever, it is my responsibility to make sure all those deals are in places. That's why when you sign a deal for a song, they they designate who gets what. So Tamira gets 14%, Ray gets 14%, Shana gets 14%. That is of the publishing. The master is a whole nother thing. So if I put the song out and I pay for the studio, I own the master. Only thing I have to do is pay you or negotiate a royalty against that master. So what happens with FNF is, is they, see, this is another thing. This is a great example because the song was a hit. But what happens is is that friends get together, they're in the studio, everybody having a good-ass time, and then something hits. And then here's the fucked up part. When money hits, that's when everybody comes out of nowhere. That's
2: when amnesia gets Claiming
1: off. their shit. And now people are like, I want to sign you. And, and then the, the hit kid guy, he fucked up because he went and did a distribution deal and got a $50,000 advance mm-hmm. against that distribution deal. But now he let somebody step into his pocket. Why so, was he
0: able to even get that deal? He, he owns the, the
1: master. master. He owns the master. He does not own Glorilla. He owns the master. That is his master. That is his right. He, he didn't handle her properly, probably, which made her then go get her a business and do something with someone else. But artists be arguing about shit that they don't understand. And that's weird to me because they just, somebody just told me you got fucked. How did you get fucked? Do you even know what you was doing? Do you even know how you was doing? Because let's look at that from this standpoint. Let's say they put out FNF and it goes nowhere, it gets a 1,000 streams. Who took the L? He did, and yeah. now everybody goes about their business. So when it, it's like gambling. It's like the lottery. If I paid the numbers, it's my win. So he, and here's the crazy part. She won. If I, if I was his manager, we would have had everybody an option sign, a one plus an option where it's like, yo, I'm going to put your record out, but if it pops off within the next X amount of hour time, I want first rights to sign you. That's what I would have done, but he didn't even do that. He was just really on some, like, let me put y'all girls on, and y'all write my beats, and there it is.
2: Yeah, I feel like... Um... Uh, not to, to not even hold Glorilla to fault, like she did what any young girl from the hood would do who has gone from zero to a hundred, which they overnight. still
1: all should do, by the yeah, way.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if the opportunity comes, don't be stupid and stand on loyalty, not saying be disloyal, but have a conversation with one who you go going business with before signing deals. I think that works on both ends. But she, she, I don't fault her, she did what a girl from the hood would do it was like, somebody has offered me. An opportunity, and I'm a shiny chain, and some money. I'm, I'm going. not even a
1: chain. She, you better go for it. If a yeah. producer is giving you a record, and he's gonna go market it. And who paid for the video?
0: He did. So they recorded uh, yeah. it at twelve. She was done with the song by one. At four o'clock the next day, they shot the video and put it out two days later. And
1: then it goes crazy. Yeah. And then he's gonna get paid. He probably is gonna make a couple million off the song, and she's gonna probably make ten million plus off of herself in the next twelve months. Yeah. Everybody won. Why are we sitting there acting like one person is wrong? Now, here's what happens. Now, here's the part nobody factors in. What if it works? Now, look at his business model. His business model is, this is my master. This, it's, like, it's my master. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to share this with anyone. <laughs> and then now she's like, well, these people over here going to give us X amount of dollars for this song. And he's like, yeah, you're going to win. They're trying to get, they want the song, yeah. but they, they want the song, but they need to figure out how they're going to, to get the song and you. That's the problem. So it's like, now, that's why Yo Gotti is a solid nigga. He didn't get the rights of the song. He still signed her and gave her half a mil because he believed in her. Now, somebody, ask some of these other labels what they would do. They are not, if, if I can't get the hit, I don't want you.
0: That's so, a good fact. That, uh, I
1: know it is. I mean, so so stop. Look, so that's another thing. We be acting like people are coming to save the day, and this mm-hmm. person came to rescue me, and they love me, and they do, and they, man, dog, they only here for you, Gorilla, because of what you and Hit Kid did. Come on, man. Show some respect to the man. Now let him eat. You eat. Everybody keep it moving.
2: I got a question. So will we will we say that Yo Gotti gave her a half a million dollars, or is she now in debt?
1: Well, I mean, hey, listen, <laughs> right. that, that's <laughs> a whole other conversation. <laughs> that that's that a whole that other gifted? conversation. Hold on. That's a whole other conversation, artist. I mean. You want to get paid today or you want to get paid tomorrow? If you get paid today, you know it's going to be some interest rates, some fees, some, some some. some I'm going to be able to spend money on your behalf, all types of stuff. It's going to happen that I'm going to collect that and, and your, your money will be stomped on. Or do you want to get paid later and get all the money? It's her choice. She chose to sign a deal, which she should have because she's about to go up. And I reckon her and Cardi got as a fucking hit. Yeah. I knew she was dope, though. She's more than a song. She, you, Listen, man, I'd rather you be complaining about the mistake you made after you got rich. Rather than not doing nothing at all.
0: OK, but so one of the other issues is that she actually wrote. Her own verse. So, well, well, that's what that's what that's what she well, says don't do. Don't be saying that because you know now we don't found no, out nobody writes no, their own no, stuff
1: now. No, no. But I'm saying that's what artists do. She made a hit. That's her job. Mm-hmm. She owns her publishing and writes to herself. He guess what? If, he she, gave her 50. I, I, if she's going out performing, fnf. That's what
0: I was gonna
1: ask. hit. Doesn't get nothing that. Yeah, she eats everything. She eats all the money. Yeah, she, everything is her now. It was a fucking what they what they call that shit on um, the economy when they uh, uh, uh it was what, a recession. No, nah, no, no. What oh. they call it when they when they put money into the economy? It's a nah man. It's stimulation. 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 It was a stimulation it was package. A stimulation package. Hit cave her stimulation package. She's rich now because of something that him and her did, but he, she couldn't do without him. Now she can go off and be herself. But what I will say to her, if she ever listens to this, if not, if anybody I know a lot of Memphis niggas listen to this she should still work with that man. Of course. Absolutely. A lot of artists make that mistake. Hey, look, nigga, I don't know what happened on that night that y'all made that song. I don't know what kind of weed was being smoked, what kind of <laughs> beer was in the room. I don't know, but whatever it was, recreate that scene every night for the next two years, make as many hits as you can, and then go on your run. Period.
0: Why was the producer in label meetings? So when I, I asked Shayna about this, so Shayna had a pretty good answer for me.
1: What do you mean? What do you mean? Why was the producer label meetings? What does that mean?
0: That they would say, I asked, is that a typical thing? Do producers usually go to label meetings with the artists? Is that a who?
1: Typical who was? Okay, there could be one thousand versions of a label meeting. Was it a label meeting about them wanting to work with him? Well, was it a label how meeting did he about sign FNF deal
0: behind her back that she claimed she?
1: It wasn't behind yeah. her back. He owns the master. He a gentleman should have told her. But it wasn't he didn't have to tell her as long as he designated her part, it is her ownership, okay, so let me explain some to you, no matter what you are, someone has to count the money
0: uh-huh, mm-hmm.
1: Someone has to count the money on a master publish anything you do. Someone has to administer the money and count it right for you, so he just took an advance against that money,
0: but he had the right to be he had a right said, to those yeah. his money he owes, yeah he, he had her. a right
1: to who knows what he wanted to do so okay. so so, it's one of those, so if like, he's taking label meetings about. FNF, he's not wrong. It is his master. That makes sense, though. He can't take label meetings about her, and she can't take label meetings about FNF. FNF. She could take label meetings about her, but not FNF. Okay, so that,
0: that kind of goes. This is how shit. this, so, by
1: the way, people, this is how they play divide and conquer. This is how people, because they start making your interests the only thing that matters. Like, fuck him, your interests. And he mm-hmm. could be like, yeah. Nope, I'm not doing that. That's it was exactly his rights. Exactly what happened.
0: So that would kind of the split sheet would break that down, right? Cause no, tell me, no, you know. a split
1: sheet has nothing to do with master. A split sheet has everything to do with publishing.
0: Okay. So what goes on a split sheet?
1: Well, well I've never <laughs> filled one out. Oh.
0: So, so I've worked with some I've worked with some indie uh
2: indie artists. I, I, typically more more <laughs> like independent artists fill that out because it's like I want to make sure I get paid and they're typically working with other people who are just as not seasoned as them. So it's just like before we leave the studio, y'all, let's figure out how we're going to get paid. Um, I've only seen it happen with indie artists. I don't well, know what major artists. Okay, who It happens with that. major
1: artists too, but because of how I've been able to conduct our business, it doesn't necessarily have to be a split sheet. It could just be this is what I'm claiming. I'm claiming 20% on the song. I wrote the hook. That's it. I don't care what y'all think. Yeah. And then you might claim 20%, you might claim 20%, then we get to a place where it's 115% being claimed. And now we gotta sit on the phone and say, Well, I wrote the hook, so this is how I do it. The way I do it, how I've always done split sheets on urban side, because once I got to the pop world, I haven't had no split sheet issues, period. How I do it on the urban side was was that the beat was 50%, the hook was 20, the verse each verse was 10, and the bridge was 10. So if you wrote a bridge. If you wrote a bridge, that's 10%. Mm-hmm. If you wrote the hook, that's 10 that's um that's 20%. Because the hook is the most repetitive part, the part you hit the most. You hear. So I also look at it about how time comes in. So you're gonna hit a hook more than once, right? So the hook should be worth the most valuable part on the publishing side. So I take 20%, and then you leave 30 for the verses in there. So if I wrote the verse and the hook, a verse and a hook, I'm taking 30%. That's how I've always done it. But when I got to the pop slide side, it was it was way different. They just split everything evenly.
0: They have a formula
1: pretty much. It's evenly. It's like yo, if it's eight writers, break it down a hundred down eight, eight, um, eight ways. And now we not, but see the reason why I like their way better is because now we're not worried about who contributed and did what. Right. Like now, if CJ's in the room, I'm not worried about did CJ program the gr- drums properly because he's in the room. We're gonna split this evenly. So this is his baby as much as it's my That's baby. Rather than the way Urban Side is, we're gonna write the hook. I wrote the hook. Man, I gave him the first four words on the intro. It's like, come on, bro. Why like, do you
2: think it's like that
1: on the earth? Because, side? because, because, man, because uh, first of all, I've ran this by black producers. And They was like, I'm not giving no motherfucker. I'm taking my fifty percent, bro. It's it's greed, if you ask me. But but in my, I, I feel like that way the song doesn't lose. If we all know it's our song equally, we care more. So if I wrote the hook and Tamira has a better line for it, I'm not thinking, oh, man, she just cut into my 20%. I'm like, hey, this is our shit. Help yeah. me out. Give me something. It's more collaborative rather than who did what and claiming and fighting over pennies. I just don't believe in that. But I never did a split sheet because what happens is is I just say, my guys did this. This is what I'm taking. Send it to the email. Send it to my lawyer, whoever, and it's done. It's done. Split sheets is like the, the split sheets is the easiest way of saying I'm afraid I'm gonna get fucked and I don't think I'm that good. Mm-hmm. Because if you know you the shit, fuck me. You know how yeah, many people, you. you know how many people fucked us in the beginning? You know how many people fucked me in the beginning when we was coming up? And I was like, oh, and mind you, these are people who are big, and I'm just a new nigga. Oh, you're not gonna give me. I remember I sold a song and the producer was like, and I'm not gonna bring him up because he passed away. But guess what? Even as he passed away, I didn't fuck with him to his dying day. I spoke to him, but nigga, I will, you will never get in the room with us again. Because I remember I sold the song and I was like, yo, the beat, the song is 17.5. Give me 5,000. I sold the song. I made the record, sold it. Take 12.5, give me 17.5. He said, my fee is 17.5. I said, yeah, but they don't have 17.5. They only got, they don't have extra for me. Like, if you take the whole 17.5, I don't eat. Nigga, Zach me was, we well, ain't gonna eat then. Okay, oh. guess what? He was a bigger producer than I was. That nigga didn't survive. I'm still here. That's so I don't mind. Take Bully me. I'm going to be here tomorrow. And when I'm here tomorrow, I'm going to be stronger tomorrow too. And I can't wait to run into your ass again. you going to see me again. That's how I've always treated it. So I've never done a split sheet in my life.
0: Okay, so moving on, I want to know about labels, right? I know literally nothing about labels. So in general... I do know that there are three bigger labels. That three major cover labels. Cover the umbrella of everything else flowing under them. What are those three labels?
1: Warner, Sony, and Universal.
0: Okay. And then from there, so if I'm independent, right, what's the biggest difference between independent and a major deal? Let's start with the basic.
1: Um, The splits and the workload. If you're independent, you're doing a, a majority of the workload and you're getting a majority of the split. Mm-hmm. If you are on a major label, they're doing the majority of the workload and you're getting a lesser split. Okay. Much lesser split now. Not much less. I mean just lesser, you know, but hey, just lesser split. So,
0: I know you say that you can't necessarily answer the question should artists go independent or major label is kind of you have
1: to you have to audit you have to audit yourself and ask yourself what do you need? The only thing that makes a label a major, let me tell you, the only thing that makes a label a major is having a promo staff. That's the only thing that makes a label a major.
0: Explain that a little bit more.
1: Okay, so a promo staff is radio guys. Like, like some labels, like, I think Island is considered a major, but they don't have a promo staff. They have a marketing, they have a digital, they have an A&R staff, but they don't have a promo staff. When they need to go promo, they use Republic, Hmm. republic's promo staff. Like having a promo staff makes you a major label. Yeah. If you have marketing, digital marketing, um PR and and A&R, you're not considered a major la- you're, you're not considered a major label. You have to have a promo staff. That's the biggest kind yes. of Yes.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. So I've seen people being signed but it'll say like powered by or sponsored by another label as well. So like how does that work out? What do you mean? Like, so when I was looking at Glorilla's stuff, it said that she was signed to Yogati's um label, label through Interscope. Through Interscope, of course. Yeah, so. Yogati oh, has a label deal through Interscope. Uh,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. And he signed Glorilla. Interscope puts up the money. Yogati puts in the muscle and the energy from his cultural side. And there it is. Moneyback Yale was signed to Yogati. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so that, so we all still signed to pretty much the big labels at the end of the day, then.
1: Um, no, not really. Yes no. Um I, I like, Okay, so I'll get an example. Every major label has a smaller conglomerate, a smaller independent company that works within them, right? So Warner has ADA. Um, um, Sony has The Orchard. And Universal has Imperial, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you ha- use Imperial, you, Universal is getting a small piece of your money, but you're getting a larger piece, but you're doing all the work. So it doesn't, listen, it doesn't really matter. Only thing that matters is what you own. Like the whole Glorilla thing hits on the master.
0: Why does his yeah. song come up? I mean, why does his name, that's why his name comes up when you type in it's song? It's like DJ Khaled. What is yeah. DJ that's a good way to make me. DJ Khaled yeah. is DJ Khaled not Khaled rapping the on these
1: songs, but it's DJ Khaled featuring mm-hmm. Jay Z Kanye. Yeah. DJ Khaled is the master owner. Of the mm-hmm. song, because it's his label, it's his company. Yes. He's paying for everything. He's paying their fees, he's paying for the video, he's paying for the production, he's paying for everything is on him. That makes what? Tamara, you can put out a song. Tamara featuring such and such. As long as you put the money out, it's yours. Y'all do not I'm just to saying me. anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, so when artists complain about the scenarios they're in, then do it yourself. Simple as that.
0: Okay, so in the deals, right? I've asked you to t- talk to me about this before, but I want to go over it again. Like, 360 deals versus just brand deals,
1: distribution. Labels don't do brand deals.
0: Who does brand deals? Brands. Brands. Okay, so I, my label wouldn't <laughs> be able to get me a brand
1: deal? They can get deal? you a brand deal, but they don't do brand. They're not... They're not signing you to a brand deal. They're signing you to a yeah. record deal, and in that record deal, there'll be some language that if we bring brands to the table, we'll get 15% of what you yeah. make. So they wouldn't got you a million dollars, they get 150000 you get eight fifty, and that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so what if I, as an artist, get the deal by myself? Does my label still have to get some of that money?
1: That's language in the contract. If you get it yeah. yourself, you might give me 5%. If I get it, I might get 15%. It's all negotiable. Every deal is different.
0: What about advances? What?
1: You, oh man.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> oh man. Jeez.
1: Advances, what about them? Yeah.
0: How, well, one, okay, so you signed somebody recently, right? Yeah. Um did did that come with an advance? How do you gauge what type of advance you're get I've someone? signed some
1: people and I have given them an advance and some people I haven't. It depends on the though all of this shit is dependent on the situation of the artist.
0: Situational. It's all depends situational. Like
1: that's why when people say this is fucked up for that, how do you know? You don't know what their situation is, bro. If you if GloRilla was living fucked up in the project she is flying private jets living good as fuck dog she should have a picture of hits in her house she yeah. probably is too young to understand or or the, the you know sometimes you got to go through shit because sometimes i thought people did me dirty and then time had to go on then i had to realize fuck like i understand mm-hmm. why he did that my favorite thing to say artists to artists when i'm signing them is is okay give me a hard time but i can't wait till it's your turn to sign somebody <laughs> right. When you're yeah. talking to somebody And they're asking it's for changing. unrealistic shit also And you're like I can't do that Well that's the same thing I'm saying Yeah
2: I think um, We're artists right When you think of In advance I, I laughed when you first said it Because it's To me it's like Dressed up debt And yeah. every artist doesn't Understand that right So it's like I just got 250,000 And I'm good I'm gonna go on And do my thing And it's like No you just started your deal in debt.
1: And you don't get nothing don't, back yeah, until get nothing. we get our money back. But hold on. Here's the best part, though. Here's the best part. Once I sign you, I gave you a million dollars. Now I'm telling Tamira, my PR person, to go spend money on you. I'm yeah. telling Shayna, my marketing person, to spend money on you. I'm telling Braxton, my content person, to produce content on you. I'm telling everybody around me to do stuff on you. And all of that shit is piled up on top of the money I gave you that you're going to have to pay back eventually.
2: Yeah. So you in the so you, for I'm spending a long time. you people
1: spending money you don't even know it word and that's you, why you should always think like an independent even when you sign yeah. to a major
0: I like that always think like an independent bro like no
1: it's no difference between. The only major difference between an independent label and a major is that a major, everyone sits at the same table has a responsibility to a boss. So a boss is like, hey, PR, when do you start? Mm-hmm. PR is like, I'm going to start this after my marketing person, Tamira, does this. And then my digital person is going to run ads and do that. That's the only difference you get. When you're independent, your marketing person is different then you're PR person. They're different companies. They don't give a fuck about each other. Mm-hmm. They don't know each other. They don't have a responsibility yeah. to each other. They're going to blame each other every time something go wrong. Well, yes. I would have did my job in marketing. would have did mm-hmm. one, two, three. So that's the only major difference between being assigned to an independent... And uh, Major. Major, they all sit at the table and work together. Independent, you got to pull them in the room together and say, when do you start, when do you start, when do you start? And so you're the CEO, you're the talent, you're everything. That's the only hard part about being independent. That's why it's so hard to be successful be independent.
0: Mm-hmm. So in going to talking about labels and stuff, what is the biggest difference between Universal, Sony, and
1: Warner? The people that work there
0: like and like how what do they run what like what makes universal not like sony and what makes sony not
1: well like- they not like nobody it's not they all have different nuances amongst them I worked for all three so they all have different nuances amongst them but I mean it's all the same shit like it's not like one company has a a CFO and another company has a CQO like it's like everyone has a CEO a CFO a COO a president a AR only thing that's probably different at the labels is who is, how is it being ran? How are decisions being made? Yeah. So I'll give an example uh, RCA, right? Mm-hmm. RCA is ran by Peter Edge. Peter Edge is an AR guy. So he's an AR guy. So it's probably more based on taste, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, John Janik, who's the CEO of Interscope, was a, he ran his own indie label. So he's more of a partner guy to your label. So you really just got to know what you're getting from each company because Republic is ran by a promo guy. So that's why they got the biggest stars out of all. If you look at all the labels, nobody has bigger stars than Republic because they have promo guys at the helm of their company. They think like that's how that's how companies operate. So every company is different based on how the person that is at the head of the company sees it, right? Yep. When I worked mm-hmm. for Epic, it was ran by L.A. reed a led everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It led everything. You know what I'm saying? like, So it's, it's just how the companies run.
0: Shayna,
2: do you have any? I, I think they're all the same in the sense of they all are working with artists, right? And so obviously they, they run different from a business model, but I wouldn't be like, it also depends on the deal that, that you're being offered. So I wouldn't. Tell the artist take this over that until we sat down and like went line by line as to what the difference in contract would be. Typically, it's going to be a dollar amount or the staff that's there. Like that's that to me, that's bigger than the money that you're going to pick up. It's like who's going to actually work the project.
0: So if you were the CEO of a label, what would be the driving force behind how you ran
1: your label?
2: Um, so I come from, I have a marketing background, so I think marketing and branding marketing. Ray does A&R. A&R. So
1: I ran a label. I would be yeah. A&R with lead. Like I'm an yeah. A&R guy.
2: So collectively it's now we sit down and we go, well, from the music side and from a marketing side, what's the brand that we can build with this artist? That's going to last for minimum of that 10 years. But what's going to be, what's going to be our game changer?
1: Yes, exactly. So it it just depends, but all labels are pretty much the same. Um, but there's a couple of them that are really, like, not good.
0: <laughs> not not good.
1: <laughs> I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, it also depends on where the label is, right? Mm-hmm. That's another thing that's important. Like, I get an example. Columbia's ran by Ron Perry. Ron Perry was an entrepreneur that built his own company, he sold it for non-figures, and then he took over Columbia. When he went into Columbia, he didn't run it like a typical label guy. He ran it like an entrepreneur. He didn't give a fuck. So look at the artists he broke while he was there. Polo G, Lil Nas X. Uh, um, um, what's the kid named um, Kit Leroy like he's broken more artists than probably all the new labels in the last five years yeah. four or five years why because he was like I'm not playing by the major label rules mm-hmm. that's why it works but then you got some people who come in playing by the old school rules and they kind of hold the company back so it really yeah. depends on where the company is and how, mm-hmm. they, how they are ran you know what I mean like Epic is run by Sylvia Rohn Sylvia Rohn is incredible marketing person Like Sylvia Rohn is going to, she's the CEO that's going to get on a plane and go to Europe to play Futures and Yo Gotti's or Travis Scott's new single. Like, that's what she would do. Like, when a CEO comes to show you the music, that's why Sylvia is a great CEO. It just depends. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, so before we do our wrapping up segment, I want to do a little Ray Daniels quote. You said, where was it? You said, artists who are trying to get deals are dumb. <laughs> so See, I want y'all to understand. To See,
1: Shana just caught me. <laughs> I did not say that on record. I said that behind closed doors. That's why Trey is laughing because everybody knows. If I say, you know that the difference between quote me on this and man, let me tell you some real shit. You know it's a difference, but it's Tamira the real does shit, that. But tell
0: us why it's the real but shit. But I would say this. I would
1: say this. Artists that are chasing deals are not smart. But what the fuck? The reason why I was able to be successful in life, I'm going to give y'all a secret about me, is because I always liked women as a kid, right? And when women are very clear with not when they don't like you, like women will be like, no, like and she'll pass by you to go get the the guy that's playing basketball. He got all the girls. So you start looking at it. So look at it like that, right? So if you are an artist, why are you running around asking people to sign you? You should just be the shit. And people are gonna wanna sign you. Mm-hmm. You should just show up every day, looking your best, representing yourself at your best, and everybody's gonna want you. So when artists are saying to me, what should I do? What the fuck you mean? That's like somebody saying, How do I get a girl? What the fuck you, you? <laughs> I mean, they're out there. It's, it's, it's just go talk to one. You don't, yeah. but you don't know how. You don't know what to say. So that's why I said you have to, if you are an artist, you have to do it yourself. It is literally the only artists who are winning are either one of two. Either they are puppets or they are the alpha talent. Mm. Period. Puppets, sing what you tell them to sing, do what you tell them to do. And those can be, those artists can be super successful also. I can I know a few mm. that were like, they sung what you gave them, right? Word for word. You gave them a song, they sung it. Cause they whole thing is, I'm gonna sing this record, then I'm gonna go make my money on the club. They was, and they rich as fuck. And then you got the alphas. The alphas are like, this is how I want my video to look. This is how I want my shit to look. This is how I want my aesthetic to look. This is how I want this to look. And either you're one or the other. You're one or the other. But you don't even know who you are because you haven't went out and explored the world yet to figure out what the fuck you are. You're just too busy saying, I'm talented. Somebody sign me. Mm-hmm. Dog, nobody wants to sign you because you're talented. People want to sign you because you're doing something. If you're riding down the street and you see somebody with a flat tire sitting in their car, are you eager to get out there and change it? Hell no. Nah, but if you see somebody out there trying to do it, they you like, hold on, let me help. Hey, bro, you need a little help? We want to help people who are helping themselves, not people who are sitting around saying, someone help me. Mm-hmm. No one wants to help that guy. How the, fuck is, is, how the fuck are you trying to figure out how to get on in 2022 when we have the internet? Right. Yeah. How the fuck are you trying to get on in 2022 when you have access to all of this information?
2: It's the money chase. Like,
1: dog, just think about this. You can literally DM Beyonce right now now she's probably not gonna respond (laughs) but my point is you can literally dm her or you can be smart and look at who she follows and dm them or you could be you could follow ray and be like who does Ray? oh shayna everybody hitting ray who's hitting shayna who's hitting tamira who's hitting braxton who's in cj who's hitting trey who's hitting jordan and i gotta get your name but i'm gonna get it ari who's in ari like, why are y'all hitting the main person? Hit the people around them. Those people are trying to get their shit up too. It's free game. And those people are more excited to find new talent than I am. I'm yeah. not looking for, I'm not excited <laughs> to find a new talent. Ah. I, I go to the fucking gas station and somebody's <laughs> like, my son sings. Yeah. I don't want to find that. But if somebody's selling for Braxton, he might feel like, well, I'm flattered. I really got to do something <laughs> with this. Dog, you can get a mean by hitting my mother. My mother has literally pulled up to my house on a Saturday like, you're going to shut your ass down and you're going to let my friend's daughter sing for you and you better be motherfucking nice. Hey, what the fuck I'm going to say to my mom?
2: Okay. No? Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm pissed. Not going to get accomplished, but... Yeah. Go ahead, sing. I'm in my pajamas and shit. Go ahead, sing. Go ahead There's and sing. ways to get Notice, yeah. But the easiest way to get noticed is, is by just going out and doing it. I always mm-hmm. tell people this. I was like, I hate when people say, I hate when artists say, I just want to sing. Well, go well, fucking, fucking sing. sing. Mm-hmm. Go sing on the corner right now. Yeah. You a singer. You don't just want to sing. You want to be rich and famous singing. Yep. So right. that means you got to play a motherfucking game to do mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. a whole different ball game. Don't hit me with that I just want to rap, nigga. How you just mm-hmm. want to rap, nigga? Go rap, nigga. I can make a verse. I'm a rapper. You want to be a professional rapper making money with fans. Nigga, that means you're going to have to motherfucking get some shit together for them people to fuck with you. Period.
0: Okay. In closing, I want you guys both to tell me just five independent artists that got it right.
2: I want to go back to this like artist looking for label stuff, right? No, because it's... (laughs)
1: Not to fuck with Jaja Go ahead. ahead.
2: (laughs) I feel like when an artist is like searching for a label that they're, they're more so searching for the paycheck. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's how artists also end up in deals that they don't understand. <laughs> that's some real shit. And they like the paycheck and shit. help the paycheck and the help. Right. So like an artist, there may be, let's just take two major, let's take universal and let's take Warner, right. Universal may offer you a hundred thousand dollars in your advance. Right. Uh, the other may offer you 250,000 to the uneducated artist. 250 is all that they see, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know that they're mainly like, well they they've been successful on rap. I'm a fucking R&B singer. How successful are they going to be That's with real. my shit? It don't matter. I'm going to make this 250 going to make it work and then you're frustrated when everyone in the building doesn't understand your shit because you were on a money chase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always tell a artist, do everything, be consistent. Consistency wins before before anything else so i will see and hear your shit based off of the other niggas in the room telling me that shit's hot so because i don't have i i'm not from the anr side I, I know good music but i lean on the anr to like nah shana this is what's hot this is what's going also i don't fuck with nothing until anr says it's done hmm. that's how marketing works that's like how marketing music works. has to be done before marketing puts their hands on it because we when don't you focus say done, on marketing what does... a single
0: what does done mean? So
2: complete it. So whether we're gonna drop a single, we'd agree that we're dropping a single. So that means your single is in, it's mixed, is mastered. I know who all the paperwork paid, is but, done, all of the yeah. we know how
1: we know who slit sheets right, are still exactly. out. We <laughs> know who's <laughs> gonna get that twenty exactly. percent.
2: That, that whatever they get, and then we ready to now we can come and talk about a video concept and then we talk content and we start rolling out. Or on the album side, the album has to be finished, turned in, every agreement, all said things. A and R closes that out, and then they go, "All right, yo, time to work. Let's put this shit out into the marketplace now."
1: And let me tell you another thing. I'm gonna just say this because it's it's just it's my people stuff. If you want to be an artist, I want y'all look how thick this book is. This book has no real talk. This book has all the answers on how to make it in the music business. How many of y'all artists out there are going to read this shit? Mm-hmm. If Pick you want to read this shit, we're going to put a link down at the table. I'm going to give you the book 50% off. I know everything in it, by the way. By the way, I do. But what I'm saying is that, see how challenging that is? How bad do you want it? Are you going to read 650 pages of a book? Are you going to work for the next 10 years for free, knowing you're not going to get paid? How far are you willing to go for this shit, man? The, the, the favor Fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the bold That's why I fuck with you so much Because fortune favors bold I don't mind bold Go for it Get get fucking beat up Get punched Get knocked in the head Get all that shit But nigga What makes you a champion Is coming back tomorrow Same motherfucking fight This time you ducking different now Now, now you ready for the shit coming That's how you get better So everybody wants to be In the music business But they just think They want to just be an artist Being an artist means Putting in work you want to be a song? Be a song. Make songs all day. Hey, listen, I probably record 150 fucking songs. But if I'm only going to listen to it myself, who cares? But if I want 10 million people to download and listen to my shit, I got work to do. It is yeah. the game. You want to be in the game, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. No, you ain't never seen no NBA player say, I just want to play basketball. Them niggas got to work. And then get on the court and play.
2: Yeah, Artists practice, want it practice, easy. Practice.
1: And then they want to play victim when shit don't go their way. And Amen. they turn
2: on the nigga who gave them the most money when it doesn't when it's not in their favor. So once there's a disagreement, that's when I'm a snake, you're you're an asshole, you bit me in the back. No, nigga, I did everything that I was supposed to do, and now we don't agree. And let so me now tell you, you don't want to do business And anymore. let me tell
1: you another thing. Nobody talks about this, but this is a fact I want y'all to know. Uh-oh. Now real talk. Because I can admit it because I did it. See, this is why I'm good at what I do. I can admit I did something. Y'all artists be taking advances... Thinking you robbing in the bank. Because that, that means you don't think you're gonna pay the money back. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so you feel like, <laughs> now just really think about it, right? If you really believe that you're gonna win, you like, man, fuck that money. Yeah. But if you like half a million dollars, you know, nigga, do you think you're gonna be worth 100, 100 million one day? Right. Yeah, but then you won't be so excited when somebody offers you half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. But if you jumped at that half a million dollars or that 100,000, that's because in your mind, you thought, there's no way they're gonna get this shit back. Mm-hmm. there's no way I, I can't i can't pass up this opportunity you really think like that i remember i did my first major pub deal i remember that it was it was seven figures and i remember ever thinking to myself i'm not lying to y'all these um these motherfuckers is crazy Anybody give us this? <laughs> now we just started writing songs a year and a half ago you'll give us a million and a half y'all crazy and yeah. then three or four years later they got their money back then you start realizing they got their money back and they own half our shit. Oh, sure. mm-hmm. so these start realizing they pay one point five, but they probably made about twenty three, mm-hmm. twenty four million from us. Mm-hmm. Ray. So now when I do deals now, I think about the back end. I don't care about money. I think about the back end because I know I'm going to make my money back. Yeah, that's the game. So if you jumping at one hundred thousand, that's because in your mind, I ain't never going to get that opportunity again. Cause you might not, by the way. But if you really believe in yourself, you like, man, put. The, I don't care about that half a million. Watch me, watch me, watch me make a hundred million right now. Watch this. Yeah.
2: My thing too is like for artists when you do get an advance, I think that the main thing I've always I always see is mismanaging of the money. Right. Yes. It's like everybody get a chain, you get a car. Mommy still probably doesn't sleep good at night, but your boys fly first class. Your homegirls fly first class. Is understanding like, what the fuck to do with the money because um, you'll get another advance, right? So artists think, I'm just going to live off of these advances. Every advance you get pushes you further in the red. And,
1: and I want to say something. This is very important. I'm glad you brought that up. This is the last thing I'm going to say is that when someone gets drafted to the NBA or the NFL or NHL, MLB, whatever, they know they're drop, drafting probably kids who ain't never had this access to as mm-hmm. much money before. They surround those kids with coaches, fucking financial advisors, lawyers, trainers they make sure them kids have no excuse to lose the music business is the only business that'll give a kid two million dollar check and send him back to the hood what Mm -hmm. the fuck you think gonna happen to him if you really care about someone and if you really believe this is an investment we have to start surrounding these young kids who don't see themselves as entrepreneurs but they are Mm -hmm. with information and support Because you send them back to the hood, they got half a million dollars, that feels like 10 million to them, they're Mm -hmm. blowing it, mama needs stuff, daddy needs stuff, but the difference between the NBA and other other sport is that they're going to get paid later on in the season. This is probably that guy's only check. Mm -hmm. Why don't the music industry surround these people with support systems? Like, it don't cost a lot, but just Mm -hmm. think about how different some of these rappers' lives would be. If they were surrounded by support systems rather than I mean, sent here's a million dollars and I go back to God be what the fuck you think gonna happen to him bro everybody gonna put gonna go pressure through. on him the streets gonna put pressure on him he's gonna be he's gonna have to he's gonna have to take everybody with him and the money gonna be going in six months but my theory is that some people are okay with that because as long as they need mm-hmm. money they gonna need you and they gonna always be at your doorstep doing whatever the fuck you want them to do that's what I believe because it's no way in the world that you should give somebody money like that and not give them a support system I agree. That That's it for me. very I good place.
0: So, just, just tell me five independent artists that got it right. Five independent
1: artists that got it right. Shannon, you go first.
2: So, I won't, I won't go artist specific, right? Because I was racking my brain as I, as I thought about it. But I, I, I would say three indie labels that started out uh, using their own money, own muscle, and then eventually got partners to be bigger, um, bigger brands. Cash Money, um, No Limit, and because I'm from New York, uh, High Bridge. Because I I know those dudes and uh, yeah I'm just saying I know those dudes and I just I've got a chance to to watch um to watch Highbridge and the dudes who who run the company and just one it was a learning process for them but it was they understood that we got to get our artists hot we got to be out with them like they would travel with them sleep in studio really be a part of the process um to help him understand like what their major partner was bringing to the table. So I'll I'll say that. And I mean, Cash Money and No Limits set the blueprint pretty much for how to get started on your own, how to take over your own hometown, which I will say that's a big thing for artists, especially on the indie side. Well, everybody starts out indie. Uh Um, Set your hometown on fire before you worry about 50 other places picking up your music. If your boys don't rock with it and they boys don't rock with it, it's probably not good. You might want to do something else. No, I'm going to give you it honestly, but that's how I'll wrap up.
1: Um, five artists that did it independent. I can't name them in order, but I would say for me, I would say number five is Chance the Rapper. Mm -hmm. I think Chance really showed people how to own their own stuff. Uh, number three, even though he's not around like that no more, but no, real talk. I mean, I'm sorry. Number four. (laughs) Number four is Macklemore. Mm -hmm. We don't factor in how he built an entire independent system. And he made it work. I would say him uh, number three is Tech Nine. We don't acknowledge him, but he's like the he's always on the top ten Forbes list, and can walk down the street and probably no one knows him. And he milks a certain fan base, and he shows us how to really, really, really get paid being independent. Number two, I'm gonna say is it's it's a it's a it's a state, but I'm gonna just say it, it's Texas. Eight. No, 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 Texas. Because Texas, you got rappers in Texas that don't need to leave Texas that are making millions of dollars in mm. Texas only. So I'm going to give Texas credit. And then the number one independent artist to me that I will put on the list is Bad Bunny. Oh, Bro, this motherfucker is selling out stadiums. It's a
0: good one. You, he
1: made $130 million touring last year. Stadium, stadiums.
0: I bad bunny stadiums
1: do you not hear me I, I, no I, I fuck with russ i get russ i like russ but <laughs> hurt. and don't get LaRussell russell too don't get LaRussell russell too but what i'm telling you is that bad bunny bad bunny literally is selling out stadiums my nigga and he's selling three four hundred thousand records in a two-week span independent Incredible. You got to give him that. Like, dog, he's making more money than everybody in the music business right now. And he's (laughs) independent on every side. Come on, bro. He proves the point that you could be famous and still be independent. Because Chance the Rapper didn't get... they, they hit a, he hit a roof. He's a feeling, and then I, think, yeah. I think Russ's thing is he's, he plays the role of independence. I think that that's kind of, he wants to be the hero of independence. So I think that I can't really celebrate that as much as I would like to because it's not like he's letting the music do the talking. When I think of Russ, half of his story is, is I've been doing it independent. This is how I got here. Like these other motherfuckers I named, these motherfuckers are just getting money. They're not saying nothing about independent. You probably didn't even know Bad Bunny was independent. I didn't... That's my point. I didn't. That's why I, I got to like, put them yeah, on a the goat know. list. Because I feel like it's like... It's like... So if you got to go on... Every time you put something out, you got to announce that you're that. Then it's like... That's part of your marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. I'm independent. Buy my music. I'm independent. Support me. But if it's just like... My shit is dope and I'm reaching the masses and I'm independent. Now that's a whole different kind of machine that you got to put respect on. Mm-hmm. So right. I got a question for
2: you. About oh, okay. for, yeah, for Chance, right? Do you think that Chance was able to... Set the tone and set the blueprint because other artists weren't on the same train. Because I'm looking at him now in comparison to like yeah, the but, artists but, who are but, coming out but now. But here's the
1: thing about Chance that I think happened, and I fuck with Chance, but he lost steam along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because it was all on him and then I, he fell out with his manager. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be independent, y'all. Like it's, it takes a different kind of monster to do this shit. Yeah. And Chance did it very well, but he burnt out after a while because. It was like, you can't be, you can't poke the bear. That one more label try to sign me. is like, oh, okay, cool. At some point in time, they could like, kind of like, the majors control this shit. Don't forget that. They can control this shit and they can have you pushed out real quick. So I think that he got burnt out. That's what I would say. And then listen, the easiest way to infiltrate is offer his manager a whole label deal. Dog, this is the music business. What y'all think? How do y'all, right. y'all think these people be breaking up? Y'all think these people break up? Dog, nobody breaks somebody the team up. Somebody offers. We, we, when we take off, when our shit starts taking off, everybody in this room is going to be getting picked by somebody. Oh, let me talk to you. Let me mm-hmm. make you a better... Uh, that's the game. That's the game. But this, you got to remember, if they could do it, they would do it. They can't do it. That's why they try to pick the other person's pocket. Mm-hmm. Boom.